Welcome back to Spanning the State. I'm your host, Kristen Bry, along with Mike Spaulding here with me today on our first day of the WTMJ new lineup. And we're going to dive right into our first uh, with our first guest, because the value of college is something that people, I think, feel passionately about. There's so much debate over what to do with student debt. There's so much debate over whether or not going to college is even worth it anymore. We hear stories about how people feel like they can probably it's not worth the investment anymore because it's so expensive. And are the jobs really paying what the value of your education is worth? And so earlier this month, Wisconsin Policy Forum published a report where they looked at Wisconsin jobs and the outlook for the rest of this decade through 2030. And of those jobs, how many of them made over 50K, over 75K, and how many of those required a degree? And so joining us now from Wisconsin Policy Forum is Mark Summerhauser. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, Kristen. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to have you uh, on one of our very first guests on our new on the debut show. show. I hope you're not as I hope yeah. you're not nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. I'm just glad to be part of it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. So I saw this published earlier this month, and why was this a topic that was important for you guys to investigate? Yeah, so I think you really touched on a big part of it in your intro. Um, I, you know, I think we have been aware that there's been a lot of debate, a lot of, a lot of takes out there for many years, yep. but really I would say intensifying even more so recently about what is the value of higher education and a college degree in the actual job market and how much does a college degree actually improve one's prospects to get a good paying job. And we you know, as we will often do with a topic at the forum, we wanted to hopefully, hopefully bring a little more light, maybe a little less heat <laughs> to the debate by saying, well, let's take a look at what data that we have available that's publicly available data and try to, uh, you know, shed some light on this. I, I think everybody understands that part of what's been fueling this debate has been things like rising costs of college tuition, rising levels of student debt, which kind of go hand in hand, obviously. But also there's, uh, to, you know, to some extent, a broader cultural and political divide about college and college campuses mm -hmm. um, that I think has been part of this as well. Uh, and so uh, we wanted to, you know, take a look at whatever data we could obtain uh, that was publicly available and kind of hopefully use that to shed some light on the question. Well, Mark, a couple of numbers that really stuck out to me on the uh, the research that you did. 74% of the jobs to open in Wisconsin uh, each year between 2020 and 2030 are going to be these that require uh, a, a advanced, not advanced degree, a secondary education. But the number of those jobs, when you look at the total number that are going to be opening, is not high. So it just feels like there's going to be direct, real high competition for some of these higher paying jobs. Yeah, that's possible. Of course, a lot of it's going to depend on, you know, the supply of people that are coming out of uh, uh, either high school or college that have the, the credentials, you know, to, to be able to actually compete for those jobs. But, yeah, that, that's certainly the case. And we can talk a little bit about both the data that we used and kind of some of our key findings. But, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's accurate. Yeah, let's actually rewind for a second. So what was the publicly available data that you looked at? Sure. So we... Uh, you know, we typically do use public data when we do our uh, analyses here for at the forum. And so in this case, we're using uh, data from the state. This was from the State Department of Workforce Development. Um, periodically, they do 
long-term, so 10-year projections for the state and different regions within the state uh, to kind of look at job openings, projected job openings across all the different, the various professions and occupations. Um, they're pulling actually federal data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics to do kind of a Wisconsin-specific analysis. And uh, they also have some economists within uh, the department that kind of review these projections before they're put out. Um, but they give us a sense uh, of kind of what job openings are going to look like over the next 10-year period. Uh, and that was kind of what we used as the foundation for our report. And so what were the major findings of the report? Yeah, so just to go through those very quickly, um, you know, the vast majority actually of job openings, so we're looking, by the way, at job openings between uh, 2020, which is when these were put out, and 2030, so basically the decade that we're in now. Uh, and what, what we're seeing from those projections is that nearly three-quarters of a little more than 350,000 jobs projected to open each year in Wisconsin during that period actually are in occupations that did not require a college degree or credential, at least as of 2020 when these projections were put out. Most of those simply require um, just a high school diploma. Um, but when we kind of look at, um, you know, the job openings that are for somewhat higher paying occupations, so we had a couple of thresholds. I think you maybe mentioned them in the intro that we set out, um, the first being jobs that pay a median wage of 50000 or above per year and the second being those that pay a median wage of 75000 or above per year. A little more than three-quarters of the projected job openings between, uh, for this decade between 2020 and 2030 are going to be uh, in jobs that would pay a median wage of 50000 or above. When we kind of narrow our focus just to those higher-paying jobs, then things that, that's where I think this comes into focus a little bit because we do see that more than half about 58%, so close to 60% of those projected job openings in the higher paying occupations will be in occupations that typically do require uh, either a bachelor's or advanced degree uh, for entry. So, um, you know, the other thing to think about here, I think, is that most of these job openings uh, are coming about because somebody either um, leaves to take a different job or they retire from their job. When we narrow our focus even further and we kind of just look at jobs that are projected to be actually newly created, right? So the job opening comes not because somebody left or retired, but because it's actually a newly created job. Um, that's where we really see it even kind of more starkly, nearly 70% of those uh, newly created jobs in the higher paying occupations, 50000 or above median wage, nearly 70% of those would require some kind of a bachelor's degree or, or higher. Got so, it. The, the, so the new, the new higher-paying jobs, newly created ones, are even more likely to, to require a degree than those that already uh, exist. All right. Well, when we come back, I want to dive a little bit deeper into what those the, the top jobs as far as growth look like in Wisconsin, which ones will require a degree, which ones won't. Our guest is Mark Sommerhauser from Wisconsin Policy Forum. You're listening to Spanning the State on WTMJ. Welcome back to Spanning the State. I am your host, Kristen Bry, along with Mike Bilstad, and we are talking to Mark Sommerhauser from Wisconsin Policy Forum on their recent report on the value of higher education. And we only have a couple more minutes with you, Mark, so I wanted to make sure that we dive right into when you looked at the job openings in Wisconsin that are projected for the rest of this decade that do have an annual salary of $50,000 or more, what were some of those jobs? Yeah, so um, obviously there's some 
complication in kind of categorizing these jobs. So, uh, you know, you could obviously quibble with the way DWD does it, but we kind of put together a top 10 list based on the DWD uh, uh, categorizations. And what we see top of that list actually is registered nurses. Hmm. That's probably not going to come as a surprise to anybody. I think everybody knows that they're tremendously in demand anywhere you go in the country. Um, some of the other ones that are uh, on our top 10 list, software developers, operations managers, accountants, and actually elementary school teachers. Um, those are the ones that do require a bachelor's degree. Now, it's worth noting five of the 10 on our top list do not actually require college degrees. And those uh, are uh, kind of going from top to bottom here, sales representatives, uh, agricultural managers, carpenters, supervisors of workers in production operating, and uh, as well as op- office and administrative support. So those are kind of the, the ones that have the most openings in those 50,000 and above those higher paying occupations. And so as far as what people should take away from the findings of this report, it, it's not you're not saying that everyone college still isn't for everyone, but Knowing this, knowing what the job projections look like, knowing which jobs will require uh, some sort of advanced degree, whether that's two years or four years, what do you want parents, guidance counselors, current high school students to take away with this information? Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it, Kristen. It's it's obviously true that a college degree is not the right course for everybody to take. Um, it's really just a cost-benefit calculus for each individual when they're considering whether college is the right fit for them, you know, they have to weigh the costs and the benefits, and those are going to be different for every individual. Um, What I think these data do show is that for many, you know, young Wisconsinites in the years to come, that a college degree and higher education are going to hold value and, you know, are going to position them potentially, uh, you know, to do a little better in the job market. But, you know, important caveats there, uh, you know, a lot does depend on, uh, you know, how a person goes about getting a degree. Uh, whether they incur debt and how much, what fields of study they pursue, uh, you know, and how much, how, how relevant those are to the job market. And then obviously the other piece is completing your studies once you start. Uh, because if you start, especially at a four-year school, it's really important that you finish and you come away with a degree. Uh, otherwise, you can be incurring debt and a lot of costs without actually coming away with that credential that's going to be very helpful to you, hopefully, in the job market. Absolutely. And I think that's part of the discussion that we're trying to have and going to have going on into our second hour today is if we know that the return on investment is there, which we can see there's over the life, over your lifetime going to college, most people see higher earnings, but it's still justifying and understanding that big obstacle of so such a high cost, especially if you're going out of state, especially if you're going to a private institution. So what are the solutions that our people are proposing to really make that cost more attainable? And so thank you so much for being our very first guest, Mark Summerhauser. We are excited to have you on because the work you all do at Wisconsin Policy Forum is so interesting to me. And I love to highlight it and, and break it down for our listeners. Well, thank you, Kristen. I'm honored to be part of it.